Welcome to the fifth edition of Pinken Classics. Ten years ago today, Norwich City were sealing their immediate return to the Championship at the Valley thanks to a 1-0 win over Charlton. And we are going to be reliving that. I'm Dave Freezer, joined by Chris Lakey, Paddy Davitt and Ian Clark to relive those great days. Chaps, how are we doing? Um, Chris, we just established that you were the only one who was actually there on the day. So I think... <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll hand over to you. I to, wonder uh, why it was a bit lonely. <laughs> <laughs> um, to set the scene of that, the culmination of that League One season. Right. Um, you're in a stadium and it's packed to the rafters. You've got one team in red, one team in yellow. It's absolutely beautiful. The valley as well is a ground where it literally is it's in a bit of a bowl. You can see all around you. Um, beautiful sunny day. I mean, it, it's sort of the quintessential English, big English football game. Um, everybody knowing that Norwich could get promoted. Good team. Not the best team they could have fielded that day. There were a couple of significant absentees there. Yeah, I've forgotten that. Yeah, well, frankly, it was a long time ago. I'd forgotten that until I did a bit of research this week. Grant Holt suspended and Wes was carrying a thigh injury. Now, that was one that was going to end his season. It didn't in the end. But um, it was a squad that I think we all know what Paul Lambert's strength was with that squad. It was a squad that was up for that game, no doubt. Um, you'll see that there were two heroes on the day, though. Two very, very significant players on this day. Uh, Michael Nelson, not giving away any secrets here, I'm sure, uh, the goal scorer. <laughs> but just behind him was a guy who I loved as a, as a goalkeeper. Fraser Forster, who brought out the goalkeeping manual for this game. Absolutely tremendous performance. And as much as anybody that day to, to, to secure promotion. Absolutely. Right. A little bit more scene setting for you then. Um, in general, April 2010, Gordon Brown was prime minister. The volcanic eruption in Iceland was causing major problems for air travel. <laughs> and This Ain't a Love Song by Scouting for Girls was number one in the charts, which I have no recollection of at all, um, but apparently it was number one. In football terms, Fulham were on their way to being Europa League runners-up. Chelsea were holding off the challenge of Manchester United as they closed on the Premier League and FA Cup double under Carlo Ancelotti. Newcastle were bouncing back as championship champions under Chris Hewton and Ipswich were on course to finish 15th under Roy Keane in the championship. Another great season there. What they give for that. Yeah. We've, um, got, we've got an interloper, Lakers, like, oh, behind you. There's a cat on the pitch. Oh, well, it's all over. Yeah, we, we, need Johnny, <laughs> we need Johnny Alson. She, I caught her watching football a couple of times, to be honest with you, on the telly. So she's probably just waiting for kickoff. She's learnt well. Um, so, Cl- Clarky, where were you when uh, when this was all playing out at the Valley? Well, I was actually playing cricket that day and, and following it as close as I could on on various forms. Um, I've been the, the previous year that that horrible Valley day. I'd actually been at Carrow watching the beanbag. So um, that was pretty. Uh, Oh, well, I've got an interloper as well. The dog's just come in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where is Johnny Hayes? <laughs> yeah, so, um, but no, I was I was playing cricket for, uh, it would have been Beatley then, back in back 10 years ago. But uh, I have dug out the old 2010 shirt, so a little bit of recollection from 10 years ago. Excellent. Uh, Pad, can you, can you remember where you were? Not definitively. I'd have to check back, but by process of elimination, I would have probably been covering a Lynn game. Although... Around about two nine ten is when they the previous incarnation folded that yeah. sort of sad sad decline. So 
maybe I had my feet up watching uh, Soccer Saturday. I don't know. I can't remember. Like Clarkey, I was at the Valley the previous 12 months. So that is a very vivid memory um, and a lovely piece of symmetry that, you know, 12 months on, one of the darkest days was replaced by one of the brightest days in the recent era. And so much of what came afterwards was the culmination of what we saw at the Valley on that Saturday, wasn't it? 10 years ago. For, for me, this is one of the seasons I felt quite disconnected from because that was when I was up north working for the Scunthorpe Telegraph. So I was covering Scunny in the championship that, that season. So often when Norwich were playing, I, I couldn't really keep up with it. And I checked back and they won 3-0 at home against Bristol City that day, thanks to a hat-trick from Gary Hooper. Um, and that basically left them on the verge of securing survival in the second tier for the first time in their history. So that was... That, you know, there were big things going on in, in my job at the time. So Norwich was sort of a, a bit in the background. I used to have to catch up with stuff later in the day, really. But uh, so I'm quite looking forward to, uh, mm. to looking at this. So, uh, viewers, if you haven't already, um, the link is in um, the information at the bottom of this video. So if you haven't already, then get that open in a separate tab. I'm going to count the fellas in um, down from three and we'll all press play at the same time. And uh and watch these highlights from the Valley, April 2010, the 1-0 win which sealed promotion back to the Championship under Paul Lambert. So if everybody's ready, I'll count us down from three, we'll all hit play and see how it unfolded. Three, two, one, and keep your volume down as well. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that bit. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll all have different volumes synced all over the place, won't we? But um, there we go. 3,000, apparently. Good turnout. Yeah, as brilliant. You, as you would expect from the yellow boys. Turn, I was right. <laughs> yeah. It's Ollie Johnson, who I spoke to a few weeks ago at King's Lynn. Dude. My... Uh, sorry, Dave. As, as you said there, I mean, it was a bit of a surprise when I did a bit of research on this game. But, yeah, no Holty and no... And there's Chrissy no Martin. Big onus on him that day with no Holty and Wes. Yeah. Absolutely. And this was the... Too. This, of course, was the season when Leeds were well clear. Was it 15 points clear at the top? And they were at one yeah. stage, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That's that, a shame. The King of Spain there? King of Spain, yeah. yeah. Dar- and who's that? Darren Randolph now. Darren Randolph. One, one of the best keepers about. That day? Was, it wasn't the, the guy who went to Newcastle, was it? Stephen... For, Chal- for Charlton, mate. Yeah. But, Ended up it, playing for Posh recently. Not sure. Centre-half. Looked like him. Uh, Sam Sodji, right noise beyond the goal. Christian Daly was playing for Charlton, apparently. Well, yeah, good newspaper that in his day. <laughs> just keep your eye. Well, on, on that. Front, here we keep go, your, here we go. Keep your keep your eye on the man who uh, didn't get above Mickey Nelson here at the back post. Yeah, the who one, was that? One, it was Christian Daly. It was it. Didn't get off the ground. Bang. Oh, there we go. Yeah. What a corner from Lappin. Yeah, brilliant corner. That was only going one ball. place, wasn't it? And he yeah, reacts to it so calmly. He's almost just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was fairly early on, I guess. 34 minutes, they probably thought there were going to be a few. It wasn't like 13 minutes from time or something. Those are the great scenes, aren't they? That's what it's all about. You know, I, I, we won't get into it now, but obviously we're all You're talking right. about having to, to watch football behind closed doors. This is why you don't want football behind closed doors, isn't it? Yeah. That reaction behind the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, you know, he's not he's not all over Daly, is he? He's he's jumped well. Daly's not jumped. It did help him a bit, but it's a centre half goal, isn't it? Proper goal. Here you go, here you go. Here you go, Luke. Oh, that is a save. 
Uh, as a save. One of what, Chris? One of six, six or seven saves? Well, about three from the lad Bailey, which is a bit rude. Because <laughs> the lad Bailey really, it was him. Look, have a look at the wrist. That's a strong this. wrist, that. Look at that. Do you remember that the Paolo De Canio goal for West Ham? Not, not yeah. quite, but it, yeah. that yeah. area of the pitch, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 When, he, when he hit it flush on the volley. But for Can me, we... this, this is the best save for me of, the, of yeah. them all. Look yeah. at that. Big gloves. There is another one coming up, though, that really does... Big gloves. Sorry, I only just heard that. Um, <laughs> he, he wasn't just, just a shot stopper there. He was quite a wise goalkeeper, I think. And there's one that comes a little bit later where you'll see he does absolutely the right thing. Oh, it's strange how he sort of... He, he's gone out of fashion, hasn't he, almost, as a keeper? A bit like John Ruddy no. did. In that he almost It's like he's considered too big now. But he was brilliant that season. Here you go. See what he does. Look how far out of trouble he's put that ball. Yeah, proper Almost parry. to the corner flag. Got to be honest. I've I, I got to be honest. That was a bit for the cameras for me. Look, he's there all the way. <laughs> isn't he? It, I just think, he's yeah, there I just all the way, think, you know. I just think he's, oh, I don't know, a game like this, I don't know you worry about the cameras. I just think I, he's done everything he took good to keep out of trouble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think oh. he didn't need to go flying Superman style on it. But, we're, you know, <laughs> we'll allow him that, given... Uh, the brilliant I've got his number before. if you want to ring him up and have a go at him. Oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, like you say, he was, I mean, he was. Any side that goes up, you need a top draw keeper, don't you? And he Good was. strength. Chrissy Martin. It's pretty, let's be honest, though, it's pretty average fair from a, from a purist point of view to football. I know yeah. there was a lot, there was a lot of riding on the game, but, and you can look back with rose tinted, but, uh, that was very yeah. functional football a lot of the time, which was what you needed to do to get out of the third tier, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was a sensible approach to it all, wasn't it? And there, there they are. The yeah. scenes, eight, eight the relief. Eight months and nine days since that 7-1, I think you wrote in your piece, Chris. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> There's been so many pieces gone through the head. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was a while. Uh, so am I, am I right? There was only two that were in the Valley team the previous year. Uh, Gary Doherty and Daryl Russell. Yeah, and I think Cody was on the bench both and I think he got on in one and not the other yeah and um, Nelson was on the bench in the first game wasn't he uh, I think that was right yeah, yeah. I mean the, the, you, you look at that first game and I can't remember the, the lineup off the top of my head but the, there were journeyman loan guys like David Mooney and Leia I think Adrian Leia yeah. was in that well, one actually, oh, yeah. I, I scribbled it down it was um, the, the relegation game was David Marshall Simabor Doherty Leisure Shackle Smith Russell Klingon Lee and Mooney. Who was the one before? Cullen? Um, Sammy Klingon. Sammy, Sammy Klingon. Yeah. Oh, he was a good player. I quite like Sammy. It Klingen, could have been but... you. Yeah. But, Sammy um, Klingon. I mean, Stephen Smith, as soon as he got to Norwich, always felt he didn't want to be there. Yeah. Uh, Zemmerbor breaks on on the halfway line. One of the quickest players I've ever seen. Very quick player, but. But that, I mean, that was a really, that was a terrible day there. Um, I, I remember, we, we weren't using any licence. I remember Corey Smith and the tears in his eyes. Um, when you do your press interviews at Charlton, you go through an area where they park the bus. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> obvious, but um, the, it, the, they, the, the team coach is parked under, under the stand. The trouble is, you have to hang around near the team coach to do your interviews, and they leave the engine running. And it's a, it's a life or death situation. I tell you, it's horrible. There's smoke everywhere. And I don't think, I mean, I think there was a bit of an excuse for Corey's eyes warring up that day. Yeah. But, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, on that occasion, the sad occasion, I had to interview David Marshall post-match and the thing with him was he, and he did, he moved on. He was about the only asset they had. He was probably yeah. going to have takers. So mm. that was a very surreal interview because you've got this kind of disappointment, but he knew and we knew that he wasn't really going to be part of the fight back. So he probably already knew where he was heading on. In that I, summer. I, I think he got sort of fairly roundly criticised for getting on his bike pretty sharpish. Oh, he didn't match, hang about. But, yeah, didn't but, hang yeah, about. Yeah, I guess there were a few, but a lot of them were lone players who went back. But yeah, fantastic to have the, the the juxtaposition of going down one year, but you know, going straight back up at the same venue. I've just had a look back as well. Charlton really had something to play for that day as well, didn't they? Because they only ended up finishing two points behind Leeds in fourth, mm. so they then went into the uh, into the playoffs but didn't go up. So they were they really needed to take that game seriously. Norwich had to turn up and play well, as we said, without Grant Holt and Wes Hulan. So it's yeah. not easy, but. Clarkie, obviously the, the the title celebrations eventually followed, but and the one thing I remember from that, coming back to Fraser Forster, is um, Fraser Forster one more year. That was the that yeah, was the charm, yeah. wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Because there were still three games after that. I think two we won, and the last one, which I think everyone was probably hung over, was a was a defeat. But um, and I think the, we ended up finishing was it nine points ahead of Leeds, having been fifteen behind, as you said, Lakers earlier in the year. So it really yeah. was a heck of a a heck of a run during that sort of you know, bulk, bulk of the season once we got over those early problems. And I think it was 95 points um, as a finishing total, which is... Uh... Yeah, I've got the table here, boys. I mean, it, the interesting one there is they lost as many games as Millwall, lost more than Charlton and Swindon, same as Southampton. But what they were was an absolute winning machine. 29 wins out of 46 games. Four, four more than anybody else. Leeds nearest to them. So... You know, they didn't draw too many, but you could afford to lose a game or two if you had that. And, of course, they did. They had the Holy Trinity, didn't they, at the top end of the pitch, yeah. which allowed them to always be in with a chance of winning a game, which they did that season. And that was the season that Southampton started with ten point with a 10-point deduction, didn't they? But they nearly yeah. ended up getting in the playoffs. So um, that was that was probably on Norwich's side to a certain extent as well. But Norwich had never been relegated, should they? That The, the season before had just... Imploded. They were. They they shouldn't have been going down in the first place. And you know they did show a bit of fight under Gunny at, at times. They showed they were good enough to stay up, didn't they? Yeah, I I think that there was an attitude problem. Personally, I don't think it was the skill of the players. I don't think it was necessarily Gunny's fault. I just think it was all a bit soft. Yeah. yeah. You know, and certainly wasn't soft when Lambert and Colverhouse came in. I think. And it was they, that momentum, yeah. wasn't it? I remember that sort of later part of that. Um... That season when we went down, it just it just kept getting worse and worse. The mood yeah. dropped. The fans. It, it I remember like that Reading game that we it? lost two 0 I think that was the one before the Charlton game, where pretty much we knew we were going to go. That was abs. That was one of the worst atmospheres. One of the sort of the the, the spikiest, um, you know, atmospheres. I remember at Carrow. That was awful. Did Alan Lee play in the game at Charlton when they lost? He played in the he played in the original well, one. Yeah, in, in the, that's it. Well, there you go. Camp, mate. Yeah. The right. the I think that'll do, chaps. Thank you very much. Um, and thank you very much for watching. We'll be back with another Pink and Classic next week. And um, fortunately, this time of year, April, May, we're spoiled for choice, aren't we? So um, we <laughs> might, have to, uh, might have to make this a more regular occurrence. But thank you very much for watching. And we'll catch up with you very soon. Cheers, chaps. Cheers, everyone.